What's up, everybody? Grab somebody. Uh, look, kickstart me heart. Kickstart me art. Is that how they say it in Ireland? I don't know. I've never been to Ireland. But, uh, who we have? Sophie Burrell doing a cover version of Kickstart My Heart. And honestly, I wish she would just not have the damn Motley Crue version playing as she's playing. Just do a six-minute guitar solo of the damn song. Because you're awesome. But anyways, so that, I don't know. I guess she feels it's more entertaining to her peeps. Anyway, so kick-starting my heart tonight. Uh, we're in day number two. Or the day after, how do you want to say it? 24 hours post-Trump raid on Mar-a-Lago. Post-FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago. And, uh, <clears throat> Donald was not there. Uh, we've come to find out. I think that was probably evident early on, but... He was up in, uh... Trump Tower in New York. I think he's been there a while because uh, there's uh, construction or remodeling going on at Mar-a-Lago. I always say it wrong, by the way. I always say Mar-a-Lago. It's Mar-a-Lago. Anyway, it's probably a good thing that he was not there because... Let's face it, Donald Trump does not have the best temperament and is not the easiest person to deal with. And to keep him from getting arrested on the spot and not fake arrested like AOC and Ilhan Omar who strutted across the street with their hands behind their backs and then changed their story for why they did that, uh, after they got made fun of on social media. No, Trump probably would have been legitimately arrested for being a pain in the ass to the FBI people. <clears throat> His attorneys were not allowed in the rooms with the Federal Bureau of Investigations as the search was taking place. So this is very, very intriguing also, some midterm election <clears throat> updates. Uh, another one of the 10 Republicans who voted for impeachment in the House. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. F you. Goodbye. So, one of them is gone in a primary to a MAGA candidate. And polls within districts that Joe Biden won uh, appear to be tightening. So get into all that stiz off momentarily. I got a big old cigar to light tonight. And uh, so listen to this jam by Sophie. And uh, we...
Ah, I think we're at this big square all lit up. So, Financial Times, FT.com, links on uh, Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. I don't think I've mentioned that at the beginning. Follow me on the real underscore Big John. And, uh, yeah, you know what to do. Like, share, subscribe, all that cool stuff. So, the Financial Times, FT.com is reporting the Justice Department under pressure to explain raid on Trump's estate. The U.S. Department of Justice is under pressure to provide a fuller explanation of the FBI search of Donald Trump's Florida estate after the unprecedented raid on a former U.S. president's home prompted howls of outrage from Republicans. By midday Tuesday, the uh, Justice Department FBI had yet to comment on the search of Mar-a-Lago, which was carried out a day earlier. Trump described uh, what Trump described as... <coughs> A large group of federal agents, FBI searches must be approved by a federal judge. Uh, I, I don't re recollect the name of the judge they think signed off on the warrant. I, w I read last night that it was confirmed who signed off on the warrant. But I do remember the background. Uh, he is a Trump appointee. I'll explain some of that later to you. Okay? Just because Trump appointed him doesn't mean he's MAGA. Uh, this guy supposedly, allegedly, uh, contributed to Barack Obama's campaign and has supported other Democrat causes. Uh, so here's how it goes appointments. This is fucking true. Okay. The president knows little to nothing about who he is appointing at this level of the federal judges, okay? The local party boss, the local party chairman, will send a list, and there will be maybe a red dot, let's say, next to one of the names, and that will be the name the president appoints or the governor appoints, However you want to think of it, <clears throat> uh, if there's not a red dot literally there, there will be a highly recommended candidate on the list. And then there's someone at the White House keep this big stogie puffing here. This is a, this is a big one. There's someone at the White House whose job is to vet these candidates, these judicial candidates or, or whatever. Uh, now, if it's a Supreme Court justice, yeah, the president is going to have a lot more in... Uh, influence and say over that 
if it's a, a high district court of appeals judge, you know, one of the people that's kind of in line to become a Supreme Court justice, then the president will have a little more informa information and uh, formal knowledge of the person. But these lower state, they're federal judges, but they're within the state boundaries. The local party chairman <clears throat> is going to have a lot more say in who gets appointed there. And they're going to send the names up to the White House uh, appointment vetter. Per I don't know what the position's called. But I know there's one person in the White House that that's their job is to vet and get these lists of names and okay the highly recommended person for the job checks all the boxes they fit the criteria we'll send this off to the president and then the president has uh, a, a, a bullet point resume of the person and if he makes any announcement whatsoever of course he makes it sound like oh this is the best person to ever apply for a federal judgeship in history okay so now you know how the behind the schemes of getting appointed to a federal office really works alright but supposedly this uh, judge was probably not a MAGA person Though I've heard that he was appointed by Donald Trump, okay? But he's campaigned for and donated money to Barack Obama. Uh, or no, he campaigned, I think, for Obama and donated money to Jeb Bush. That's what it was. Which Jeb, I like the Bush family, but Jeb was obama light, you know? But we want to know, why, why was this raid taking place? Why did this happen? You would think something of this magnitude, first time in American history, Merrick Garland would be out there announcing, well, this is why we did it. The, the uh, chairman of the FBI would be on television. This is what we were looking for. They were just looking for something. Something, I'm telling you. This was not about what the official records state. I've read in places that they took boxes without going through them. Not, not looking to see what was inside. I mean, maybe there was a label on the outside that said what was inside but how did they know what was inside they just grabbed boxes and they had been there a few months earlier to tell Trump <clears throat> you need to secure these records better he already sent them 15 boxes of things that this National Archive uh, Association <clears throat> no, National Archives Records Agency or something like that. It'll be in one of these articles I read. Uh, anyways, 
he already sent them 15 boxes that they wanted back that they said uh, you shouldn't have taken those send them back so he did that reluctantly and so here this is what gets interesting to me in the New York Times article Mr. Trump who campaigned for president in 2016 criticizing Hillary's practice of maintaining a private email server for government-related messages while she was Secretary of State was known throughout his term to, a ri to rip up official material that was intended to be held for presidential archives. One person familiar with his habits, here we go with these familiar people again, uh, familiar with his habits said, that included classified material that was shredded in his bathroom and elsewhere. There was a picture on the internet today, and I'm sure some liberals bought it, of Trump, uh, of notes that Trump had allegedly ripped up and threw in the toilet. Yeah, I'm sure that happened. <clears throat> but here's the thing. All right, President Trump criticized Hillary for having a, a special server which was supposedly uh, quote-unquote scrubbed and bleached in computer lingo. Scrubbed to the... Everything was deleted so that there was nothing left. It was all just blank memory cards or blank memory chips inside that computer. Or server. Uh, there were smashed, broken cell phones, Blackberries. <laughs> Remember when Blackberry was the best cell phone going, supposedly? One of the best? Anyhow. <clears throat> but there's never been a thorough search for this server. They basically took her word for it that she scrubbed it. There's been no attempt to retrieve these 30,000 emails. The New York Times is criticizing Trump for criticizing Hillary. <laughs> you know, he didn't... There's no proof, evidence, that he deleted and ripped up and threw in the toilet sensitive material. A lot of these wild fairy tales about Trump have already been more than discredited, but yet they continue to push these wild narratives. <clears throat> the New York Times goes on to say uh, the search was the latest in part for whether any records remained at the, at the club a person familiar with it, there's another one of those familiar people, no name. It took place Monday morning. The person said, although Mr. Trump said agents were still there many hours later. I mean, I've seen pictures. There are photographs after dark of uh, police cars outside his house. So you would assume that they weren't there for shits and giggles. Uh, anyhow... So, what did Fox News report on this? 
FBI agents would not allow Trump lawyers to watch as they raided the former president's private home at Mar-a-Lago early Monday morning. Uh, the for the source familiar with there's another no name source but whatever uh, familiar with the raid told Fox News the warrant for the raid was related to uh, this is that abbreviation I couldn't remember a minute ago National Archives and Records Administration N A R A for short efforts to collect the records and materials the former president took with him from Washington, D.C. to Mara Larga. Mara Lago. The NARA uh, issue, or pardon me, this was an NARA issue, adding Trump has been cooperating. Now, the government says he's cooperated reluctantly and only after uh, threats of force. There's no need for this, the source said, adding, the FBI wouldn't let attorneys come in to watch the raid. They told them to leave. So, I'm not familiar with the these warrants. Usually a search warrant has to be for, for specific things. So, okay, we've got our specific things, these NARA records, things that he took with him from the White House <clears throat> that are probably a little too uh, private, probably classified information, so they say. Uh, the source said that Trump gave them what they wanted, uh, it was all provided to them. This is absurd. Communication or negotiation and communications never broke down. Earlier this year, NARA said Trump took 15 boxes of presidential records to his personal residence. Those boxes allegedly contain classified security information and official correspondence between Trump and foreign heads of state. NARA notified Congress in February, recovered 15 boxes from Mara Lago, identified items marked as classified, oops, skipped down too soon, classified national security information within the boxes. NARA describes itself as the nation's record keeper. Get this, the nation's record keeper. Of all the documents and materials created in the course of business conducted by the United States federal government, only 1 to 3 percent are so important for legal and historic reasons that they are kept forever, the NARA website says. So they're sifting through all these boxes of material to find between 1 and 
of what took what uh, information and paperwork was classified during his presidency. Okay. No, they're looking for something in there, some kind of memo, some kind of thought, something in writing to Trump, from, to and from Trump to some of his people about January 6th. They also might be wanting to make things disappear, such as the fact that Donald Trump did ask Nancy Pelosi, would you like the National Guard to be called up and to protect Washington on January 6th? Perhaps there is information in these files that show that the federal government knew there might be problems on January 6th, which we kind of already know that they knew. But maybe there's proof that Trump has that he tried to um, avert the disaster and they don't want that to be shown in this sham shit show trial. Uh, well, these sham shit show hearings or maybe they uh, don't want it to come out after Republicans take office big time this November. And we'll talk about that big red tidal wave coming cheer in a couple months right after this. Gotta catch my breath. All this shit might give me a real panic attack. I had one last night. Only lasted a few seconds to a few minutes. But damn, it was scary there for a couple minutes. Hope it never stops. Think we did all of this to rock. Oh, and that girl can jam the guitar. I just wish Motley Crue wasn't playing, so you could clearly hear her her jamming. Oh well, good song. Remember that song from my Ute, "Kickstart My Heart." Motley Crue, Olympia. Olympia Washington, Rip Jamie Herrera Butler, one of two members of Washington's uh, congressional delegation who voted to impeach former President Donald Trump, has conceded her re-election bid after being overtaken in late vote tallies by an impartial or intra-party challenger. Trump had wait a second had targeted six-term incumbent and endorsed, endorsed Joe Kent a former Green Beret. Awesome. Only three in the Green Beret. Uh, in the third congressional district contest, the district in southwest Washington, across the border from Portland, Oregon, 
Pereira, who was first elected to the House in 2010, led Kent by 4,700 4, votes, and updated returns put Kent ahead into the second spot Monday night. Once Clark County, the largest, the district's largest, updated its tally, most of the remaining votes Tuesday, Kent led 869 and 22% of the vote, and Herrera was in third place with 22.3% of the vote. Tight race. Herrera conceded in an email shortly after the latest update. So the rhinos are getting picked off. You know, a funny thing about this uh, Herrera, uh, or Herrera Butler, she was elected in 2010. What else happened in 2010? Oh gosh, G. Willikers and shucks. There was a little thing called the Tea Party, taxed enough already. And a lot of Republicans rode our coattails that year. I wonder if Herrera was one, Herrera Butler was one of these that rode in on our tidal wave, used the right wing, the Christian conservatives, the Christian right, the Tea Party, which is now all evolved into the MAGA Party. I wonder if she's one of the ones that used us and then forgot us after she got elected. I'm guessing yes. So, uh, good luck to Joe Kent, former Green Beret. Sounds like a pretty decent guy. I'll have to do some research on him, see. Maybe he's the guy that sang the Ballad of the Green Beret. Now, that guy's pretty dead by now. Uh, anyways, but that's a good song. Look up Ballad of the Green Beret. You got some free time. Good jam. Let's look at old Politico. Politico. GOP polls show House battlefield stretching into double-digit uh, in Biden districts. Double-digit Biden districts. A new a round of new internal polling is giving GOP. The GOP, the Grand Old Party, the Republican Party, the party of the Republic, trying to save the Republic. At least let's hope they stick to that once they get into office. So, okay, new round of internal polling is giving the GOP fresh optimism that House battleground, the House battleground map is stretching more favorably in their direction. Four surveys conducted in late July reveal close races in open seats in Oregon, Colorado, and California. 
that President Biden carried by 11 to 15 points in 2020, taken altogether, GOP operatives view the data as a sign that Biden's sinking approval numbers could drag Democrat candidates down, though uh, down enough to bring deep blue turf into reach. Great, splendid, wonderful, awesome. Still, Kevin McCarthy, Mary Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, old goober Mitch McConnell. We still got to have a plan. We still have to have a positive message to take to the American people starting Labor Day. There has to be a message by the Republican Party. It cannot be an election of, hey, we're not Joe Biden. Hey, we're not Democrats. That's only going to take us so far. We need 260 plus seats in that House of Representatives. We need a majority that can overcome the veto. We need a majority that can overcome a filibuster in the Senate. The only way to do that is come out swinging. Woosah. Mitch McConnell, Gubenheimer, you goof. Granny Clampett and General Akbar's bastard child, Mitch. You got to get behind Herschel Walker in Georgia. Even though I'm pretty sure you don't like black people, make an exception, dickhead. Okay, we got to do that. We got to get behind the MAGA candidates. Old Gubenheimer McConnell needs to pull his head out of his ass. McCarthy, the same thing. Come forward to the American people with a clear, decisive plan for America going forward. Going forward is November 2022. What will be done? What will we do? In January 2023. Forget impeach Biden. Forget prosecute Merrick Garland. Forget all that. What are you going to do for the American people? Energy independence. Lower taxation. Freedom. Gun rights. That's what the American people care about. We're still a country divided on abortion. I wouldn't focus a lot of attention on that. When you're out talking to your base, yes. But when you're talking to the masses of American voters, energy independence, that will lower inflation. Getting people, well, a lot of people are back to work, but a lot of people have given up looking for a job, okay? We'll get into that some other podcast. Lower taxes, lower prices at the stores, Fuller shelves at the stores. I'm telling you people. I know the unemployment numbers came out today. Or yesterday. Uh, It was 3.6%. The lowest in 50 years. Uh, There were some. uh, I think 200,000 jobs added last month. or I heard somewhere 400,000. So maybe that was for the whole quarter. That doesn't matter. Something don't pass the sniff test here. 
those numbers, though they are true, okay, they don't count the people that have given up looking for jobs. They've moved off of the the, uh, COVID bailout programs and onto a different government assistance program. Because I'm seeing people out on the streets more often begging for money than I've ever seen before. Credit card debt is rising as people are not looking for jobs or not finding jobs that meet what their need is. But credit card debt in the United States is rising. Because people have tapped their savings out. People are missing car payments and car repossessions are on the rise. People are saying there's going to be another mortgage crisis. This this bubble that we're seeing of 3.6% unemployment and hundreds of thousands of jobs added... That might bust real fucking soon, and it's going to be fucking ugly. That's why GOP has to take a positive message to the voters, and we've got to get our people out to the polls. All American people are our people, but there are so many, some that are so dummy crap brainwashed now, I never vote Republican because I, I just, my dad, my uncle, and my great great grandpappy, six generations, we all vote Democrat. We don't know why our lives suck. Some people just don't get it. So, Republicans, lower inflation, energy independence, freedom, right to arm bears, right to bear arms. Freedom and equality for all. We're the party that invented equality. We're the party that freed the slaves. We're the party that passed the amendment that all men and women are equal under the law. Equal representation under the law. The Voting Rights Act for Slaves. We're that Republican Party. Freedom, 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 energy independence, lower inflation, lower taxes, less government in your life. That's the message you got to take to the American people this November. That's how we get to a 260 seat majority in the House that can maybe override a presidential veto and save this damn republic. Amen. Hallelujah. Past the anxiety medication. <laughs> oh man, I got one of my prescriptions refilled today, and I didn't think it would make a difference missing one dose. Let me tell you, last night about this time, I was wishing I had that second dose of medication yesterday. Uh, you know, losing a pet, losing a family member in a month's time, and a good friend pissing me off just sent my anxiety to a new level and it was hotter and I don't know what yesterday and muggy and sweaty and nasty Ugh. 
I, I was taking my trash out and I felt as I was pulling the trash cans it was heavy and I felt a pull in my chest and it triggered me thinking oh god here comes the heart attack here comes the heart there's nothing wrong with my heart but I had to tell myself in my brain okay why am I upset why is my heart racing why is my mind racing okay my best friend since third grade got on my fucking nerves he's not really my best friend but one of my best friends you know my dog just died one week ago uh, you know my stepdad died a month ago my mom's upset all those things that race through the back of my mind caused me a little stress caused me to get anxiety and short of breath when I felt that pull in my chest as I was dragging my heavy ass garbage can through my high grass that I haven't paid the kid to come cut yet <laughs> so anyways God bless y'all I love you pray for each other pray for each other love someone today and be somebody's reason for feeling loved alright thank you all for listening here let's get our kickstart my heart girl back on Thank <sighs>